0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story. The title on this one, DizzyBox6519 says, am I the asshole for asking my coworker What would happen if I drank her breast milk? My 20 female co-worker Kate had a baby a little while ago, and in the break room during lunch yesterday, she was talking about breastfeeding. During the conversation, I asked Kate, hey, so what would happen if I drink your breast milk? Kate said, excuse me? I did realize that it sounded like a weird question when you didn't hear the train of thought leading up to it, so I tried to explain myself and said, I mean, is it okay because your baby is related to you, but I'd get sick because I don't have your same bacteria? Kate didn't answer me, but our other co-workers Lauren then said, Well, it can't be that's how it works because then wet nurses wouldn't have been a thing. I've never heard of a wet nurse and asked Lauren, what's that? Lauren said it's when you hire a nanny who had a baby at the same time as you so that she can also breastfeed your baby for you. But it's like an old timey thing. So at this point, Kate said, you guys are being dicks and left. I found out today that she's telling people that me and Lauren were making fun of her about breastfeeding. So I do understand why Kate would have been uncomfortable with the first way I asked the question because yes, that was a stupid way to say it. But I don't really understand how she thinks I was making fun of her at at all. After that, am I the arsehole? In the comments, Canter Circle says, look, some thoughts just don't need to be shared with others. You asked a gross and weird question, and I'm not entirely sure why you even thought she'd want to answer or necessarily know the answer. You seem to be trying to creep her out on purpose, which she took as making fun of her. You're the arsehole. Next time, just ask Google your weird questions. Monco Dub says, Soft you're the arsehole. You didn't make fun of her and neither did Lauren but your question was definitely inappropriate. She's talking about her baby sucking on her boob to get food, and you were just like, what if I sucked on your boob in different words? I get that's not what you were trying to ask. I understand you were asking whether it's healthy and safe to drink breast milk produced by someone not related to you. But the way you phrased your question was rude. Also, dude, the milk we buy from the store, used to make cheese and yogurt and ice cream, comes from a completely different animal. Of course, human milk is safe for humans to drink. Serious Cat says, not the arsehole. I've breastfed two babies and personally would not have been offended by this. As I read it, you were just curious about how breastfeeding works. I don't get how this is making fun of her unless you left something out. Talking about wet nurses is also not offensive. Personally, I think it should be something that is normalized to talk about. Bodies are crazy and breast milk gets formed to meet the nutrients of the specific baby. But it is not harmful to share. Women donate their extra supply for babies of mums that can't produce enough. If you watch the documentary unwell on netflix there's an episode about weightlifters that get breast milk to drink for its nutrient benefits people also make soap and bathe their babies in it and a whole bunch of other things edit an important fact that others have pointed out those that may use this to go try some breast milk without further looking into it some pathogens like hiv can be passed through breast milk official milk banks screen for a whole bunch of things additional edit took out hepatitis, although you never know if the mum has cracked nipples or mastitis, inflammation, with bleeding that could pass any blood-borne pathogen. Bubbles replies that and says, I was losing faith in humanity until I found this comment. People are shallow and immature. If I were insecure about breastfeeding, this would make me feel so much better about it. Taboo subjects should be discussed so they aren't taboo, if nobody is getting hurt. Someone else's discomfort is rarely your problem unless they already said a topic. That makes them uncomfortable. I don't know why people think it's okay to hold people to arbitrary standards without telling them what the standards are first. Social norms aren't always right. Stats says you're the arsehole. In a corporate setting it is better to avoid such personal interpreted questions even out of curiosity as you don't know the people well enough how they would react and it could get you in trouble with HR. In a private setting with friends or family this would be an alright question. Also, as it is just a general question about breast milk and not a personal one, it is better to do a quick internet search. Masu says not the arsehole, if Kate didn't want to discuss breast milk, she shouldn't have brought it up. Kate really wasn't a good person to ask though, unless you're all pediatric doctors or human lactation consultants. Just because she produces milk, doesn't mean she would know anything about its risks and safeties. And I think it has to be said on this one, there was a big mix of you're the asshole and not the asshole comments. A lot of people saying, you know, this is a totally inappropriate question, especially in the workplace as well. And a lot of people jumping on the phrasing of the question. Well, a lot of the other comments that were saying, not the asshole was saying, you know, OP was just curious and this sort of thing should be normalized. And they're just being naive and asking this question out of curiosity. But still that the phrasing of the question was bad. The OP does come in with a brief update of the post and says, So first, I guess I need to explain a couple of things that people missed in my first post. Mainly that I am 20 female, even though most people were for some reason assuming that I was a guy. And also, like I said in the post, I understood in the first place that I worded my initial question to Kate badly. The thing that I didn't understand was how it seemed like I was making fun of Kate. I do understand now after people explained and after what Kate said, but I did talk to her about it, that it was because it just didn't seem like a question that anyone would ask seriously. on Friday afternoon, I went to Kate and told her, hey, I wanted to say sorry about yesterday. I get now that I asked a really inappropriate question and I'm sorry for making you uncomfortable. And I understand that you felt like I was making fun of you. But that wasn't my intention and I'm sorry it came out sounding that way. Kate said, okay, hold on. You were really just trying to ask about the germs in milk or whatever it was. I said, yeah, I know it sounded bad, but I swear that's all I meant. Kate said, well, if it was a genuine question, then I'm sorry also. I shouldn't have assumed ill intent. I said, it's okay, like I said, I'm sorry. And she said, don't worry about it. And then that was the end of the conversation and everything seemed fine. using words wins the day once again but now i'm gonna turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story now this story is one that we've covered in the past but op has recently updated it in best of redder updates themselves as always, if you do want to skip parts of the story, please feel free to do so. This story is from Are You Sure That's Right? and starts off with a note that says, I speak enough Spanish to have basic conversations with mother-in-law, but my wife's mum, M-I-L, only speaks Spanish, so there's a language barrier to all of our interactions. So if it seems like some things I said to mother-in-law are like a little kid talking to someone, that's why. Usually my wife just translates when we're in the same room. And the title of the post was, Mother-in-law called the police due to tummy time. I really can't believe it, but my mother-in-law claims my wife, F and I, M, mid-30s are abusing our baby, six months old, since he fusses well on his tummy. Our doctor said he needs more tummy time for his flat spot to strengthen his muscles, as well as to help him roll over. He doesn't like tummy time, but it's not like he even gets to the point of crying. He just makes uncomfortable noises. We tried explaining this to mother-in-law, but she keeps claiming we're forcing our baby and abusing him. Mother-in-law has been with us for the last few months and things have gone great. She graciously agreed to provide free childcare for three months. I cooked her dinner and made her lunch and we bought her groceries. I tried my best to make her welcome during her stay. Mother-in-law lives with father-in-law on the west coast so we paid for her plane ticket here, east coast. Father-in-law stayed on the west coast because my wife does not like him. This latest event happened a week before she was scheduled to fly back home. Two days ago, she snatched the baby from me during tummy time and said I'm committing violence against him. I regretted letting her take him, but let her. Then yesterday, she tried the same thing and I refused to give her my baby. The thing was, I wasn't even doing tummy time. My baby fusses when he isn't doing something. He just constantly wants something. Mother-in-law heard him fussing from another room and comes barging in saying I'm abusing him again. I walked away from her and locked the door behind me. She pounded on the door saying she would call the cops and she did. I called my partner who left work immediately and drove home. Two policemen talked to her and then us. I invited them in and said they could walk around. They looked around and saw an immaculately clean place and a very happy baby. Mother-in-law had not been cleaning up the past couple of days or helping me with anything like she did in the past, making me think this was premeditated to try and make us look bad, but I had been cleaning behind her. Mother-in-law tried telling the cops that we were dirty because the dirty bottles and snot sucker were in the same place, that we pet the dog then hold the baby, that we do tummy time where the cat lays on the couch. When she told them that tummy time hurts the baby, they just said, I'm not a professional doctor. The police couldn't contain their laughter, saying it sounds like mother-in-law thinks she's the resident expert and that they run into mothers who disagree with parenting styles a lot. I unfortunately couldn't laugh along because I was in tears explaining the situation, but it was obvious the police were on our side. Police told us the clean house does not look like an unsafe environment for the baby. They also informed us that at this point, they were just there for a venting session with mother-in-law and not to worry. Of course, no police report was filed. My wife had my back the whole time and kicked her mum, mother-in-law, out of our house. She had a couple of hours to pack her bags and then I drove her to a motel. She of course was mad but had no remorse and thinks she did nothing wrong. She doesn't have much money so my partner and I are paying for it. We got her a flight home tomorrow. She was scheduled to fly out in a week but but were able to change her flight for tomorrow. I'm not sure what will happen in the future but it might be the last time mother-in-law sees her grandchild. Mother-in-law has no idea and thinks it's her baby too. Luckily mother-in-law and father-in-law live on the other side of the country. Is hoping they never move here.
1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Now, I can remember the first time around we read this, people were speculating on medical issues, etc. All I could think of whilst I was doing this is absolutely get this person away from your child. Just think of the trouble that they could have caused your family potentially trying to get your child taken away from you saying that you're abusing your child that you're creating an unsafe environment for them and the fact that this whole cleaning thing that they didn't help clean to basically set you up as well is really really scary and i could see why you're in tears about it this isn't a supportive person this is someone that could potentially really damage your family as i said someone was sort of speculating on dementia and opie said I think it is related to PTSD from father-in-law domestic violence when she was raising her own kids. My wife was the youngest and didn't get abused as bad as her siblings and mother-in-law. Mother-in-law claimed that I get angry and take it out on the baby by hurting him through tummy time. This sounds like projection to me. have a counselor just to talk generally about life things and don't bottle up any anger like mother-in-law says. Every time mother-in-law hears the baby fussing from another room, she automatically assumes that we're doing tummy time even though the baby was just fussing. My guess is something is triggering her own abuse. She never got counseling and is very against it. I definitely don't think it's dementia, while she seemed to be seeing Red trying to get the baby from me. And I've never seen her like that. It seemed like something else. Opie also noted saying brother-in-law lives with mother-in-law and father-in-law, and brother-in-law says 100% it can't be dementia, so we can rule that out. Opie responds to a comment saying that, you know, there must have been some warning signs here. Opie says, I was trying to keep the post brief for the sake of talking about the major situation. So mother-in-law has made comments, but my wife has shut her down. Like she didn't like that his pediatrician is young. She doesn't trust doctors in general, especially not young ones. She blames him having to do tummy time on the fact that we chose a young pediatrician who doesn't know anything. She doesn't trust the skin treatment method the pediatrician chose for a rash she doesn't like that we give him water lol water can kill newborn babies but my partner just shuts her down immediately maybe things were just building up since she never got her way and then it all came out but i wouldn't say there were any arguments it was more just little comments she made edit she also hated the white noise machine and even told the police about it the officer stayed professional but you could tell he was holding back laughing. She also hated that we laid him down on the couch where the cat had laid down and said that was dirty. The officer just kept saying, well I'm not an expert. The officer told my wife and I that he would have a venting session with mother-in-law because there was clearly no child abuse occurring. Someone questions Opie about their partner and why didn't they drive or not get her an Uber. Opie says, my wife said that things would have gotten heated between them, so I drove. To be honest, I didn't even think about an Uber, not sure why. It was an awkward ride. I recorded the entire ride because I didn't want her to lie about anything. We wanted her out immediately, and as soon as she got in the car, I was driving her away. To be honest, I didn't think she would leave without a fight, but she did. Just didn't think about the Uber, or maybe we didn't want to wait for an Uber. Hard to say in that moment. Opie also wanted to clarify the tummy time fussing and said he has never cried during the tummy time sessions. He just makes grunting noises, but when he starts that, I move his hips and help him roll over to his back where he is happy. The physical therapist taught us how to rotisserize to help him learn how to roll over since he can't do that on his own. Four days later, Opie adds an update and says, an hour or so after I dropped mother-in-law off at the motel, both my partner and I got text from father-in-law and I quote, You can't leave my wife in a hotel. I demand you guys take her back to your house now and work out any problems or misunderstandings. If something happens to her, you are going to be responsible. And then later he argued that we didn't explain tummy time well enough to her and said, you guys are not geniuses and need to be empathetic. My wife immediately blocked him, but I didn't know until we discussed it later. I tried reasoning with father-in-law, but realized it wasn't happening. So I blocked him too. The next day, the motel said I can't pay by phone, so I had to drive to the motel to pay for one more night. This was Saturday and mother-in-law's flight was Sunday. I also decided to bring mother-in-law some snacks. She requested water, but I decided some snacks too. Listen y'all, I don't know why. It was a bad area of town and I thought her walking to the gas station could be dangerous. But if it makes you feel better, while she was living with us, she bought us some frozen taquitos that she told me I could eat because she didn't like them. They really weren't good, but had some unidentifiable ground chicken. Also, the Wednesday of that week, mother-in-law and I had bought good chicken taquitos from Costco. Anyways, to be petty, I put the one she didn't like in the snack package for her. When I dropped off the care package, mother-in-law pleaded that she wasn't really going to call Child Protective Services. I forgot to add in the original, she did threaten this. She didn't offer an apology, but wanted me to tell my partner that she wasn't really going to call CPS. I said alright and left. Mother-in-law then called my partner and I thought was going to apologize, but didn't. Instead, mother-in-law started guilt-tripping saying she thought she wasn't treated well at our wedding a couple of years ago. Somehow didn't mention it until now. And other random things. My partner hung up on her. Note. I'd forgot to mention that earlier that week, mother-in-law told my partner us forcing tummy time was equal to how father-in-law abused her and her children. really pissed off my partner who had to witness the physical violence of father-in-law growing up and says that mother-in-law did nothing then i'm not saying the abuse is mother-in-law's fault but my partner says is hypocritical and fucked up of mother-in-law to make the comparison of us and our baby so sunday came i picked mother-in-law up and took her to the airport on the way i asked her if she's planning on apologizing she said to who i said to both of us She then started saying how we didn't explain tummy time well enough and that it's our fault. So then I decided to say what I had planned. I said this whole situation was her fault, that she put us in danger by calling the police and that threatening to call CPS ensured that she would never see her grandchild again. I told her she is not welcome in our house in the future. If I see her again anywhere near our house then I would call the police for trespassing. I also told her she was a bad person which I kind of regret. Mother-in-law had tears in her eyes. I was shaking and hastily dropped her bags off for her. As I started driving away, I heard a tap on the glass. I nearly drove with one of her bags in the back seat. So as she picked up her last bag, I called out again that she would never see her grandchild again and drove away angrily. So she is presumably back with father-in-law on the other side of the country. I really can't say I feel better the rest of the day. I just felt sad in general and I'm not sure why. I haven't felt like cooking even though I cook most days so we ordered Chinese. It's been a couple of days now and I'm feeling slightly better. Just replaying the car conversation and wishing I had said even more by shaming her for guilt tripping my partner so much. I've gotten my neighbors to help with the baby and my partner and I found a new restaurant to try. Anyways, I did speak with my partner and we agreed both mother-in-law and father-in-law are blocked. So they are both officially blocked. On Facebook too, which is the only social media they use. We haven't heard from them, but it has only been a couple of days. They probably think we are overreacting and that we will come around but I don't think we will. My partner's brother is getting married in September so we might have to see mother-in-law and father-in-law there. Thanks for all the support. I like responding to all comments and it feels good to be validated in my decisions. Many people said that they would not have bought the hotel and plane ride for her but I think mother-in-law is on food stamps and quite poor. Also she did give us childcare a few days a week for three months so I'm thankful for that. She saved us quite a lot of money. Lastly, she was technically a tenant, so she didn't have to leave even though it is our house. I don't know the exact tenant laws, but they vary by state here in the US. I think we did the right thing to pay for the hotel and airplane. I think it's still funny I gave her the taquitos. I hope I'm saying taquitos right. (laughs) Most days I get like, I open YouTube and I can see the notifications tab and I click it and there's always like something that I've said wrong. (laughs) Someone's corrected it. I promise, I do try to look these things up. <laughs> but a commenter warning Opie about the grandparents' rights and Opie responds says, I can't understand her end goal here. I think when I closed the door and locked it behind her, she saw red and called the cops. I don't think she was trying to gain custody of my kid. Luckily, it is hard to get grandparent visitation rights in my state. Mother-in-law absolutely cannot afford a lawyer. Lives on the opposite coast. She would have to take us to court and if my wife's and siblings testify about domestic violence in the home and a police get record of cops being called to the home, DV due to father-in-law, it would be nearly impossible to even get visitation rights. The OP adds another update six months later and says, Hello, six months ago my mother-in-law called the police because my wife and I gave my baby tummy time. In the update I mentioned that brother-in-law, wife's brother, was getting married in September which meant that my wife and I would be forced to see mother-in-law again. The wedding happened and here is what happened. The wedding was on the other side of the world in the middle east since brother-in-law's now wife is from there. My wife's son and I live in the US east coast. My wife went to the wedding being that it is her brother but we decided it would be difficult to take the baby on three flights and who knows long of travel time to get there so I stayed home with the baby. While I did want to go just to see the country and enjoy the wedding part of me was happy not to have seen mother-in-law. Due to finances mother-in-law and father-in-law claim they could not afford the plane tickets or hotel they do live in an unsafe i don't know how to say this in a pc way part of la in a very small apartment so i'm inclined to believe them then my wife brother-in-law and sister-in-law all chipped in for the plane ticket and my wife and mother-in-law shared a hotel room and i know what you are thinking was there really no other option it was just easier and more affordable not to get two rooms i guess A couple of days in, my wife texts me. My mum apologised too, and she wants to apologise to you. Which I interpreted as my wife accepting the apology, which confused me. My wife FaceTimed me, and we talked briefly, and she said her mum wants to apologise to me. Her mum then walked over to say hello, and presumably to apologise, but I said I got to go, and ended the call. I just felt like I needed a game plan before talking to mother-in-law. I also didn't know what apologize meant to mother-in-law because there is apologizing and then there is accountability. So I text my wife the following, tell mother-in-law to write down a list of all the reasons she thinks she was wrong, then sign and date it and mail it to me. I will review and decide if it looks like she took responsibility. If she is not willing to, then I will not feel safe with her seeing our baby again. To my surprise, her mum agreed to this. My plan was to have written proof of her admitting to being wrong, which I thought would be great. to be honest, I still don't want her to see us again and I'm not ready to forgive her, even with a letter. I didn't hear much else about the trip. The wedding went well, my wife enjoyed sightseeing and my wife flew home. My wife wanted to talk about what happened with mother-in-law's apology at the wedding. It was not what I thought. I thought her mum apologised and my wife accepted the apology. What actually happened was that my wife went off on her mum, calling her out on many things, telling her she permanently ruined their relationship. How it was horrible that she made accusations of abuse when that's what her father in law put them through. Her mum continued making excuses for her behavior or saying, Well, that is in the past and I can't change that now, whenever she didn't have a good enough response to my wife's assertion. Her mum basically just apologized once but never said specifics or owned up to any of the specific grievances my wife brought up. What was really interesting is that mother in law claimed that when she mother-in-law was a child her cousin came running into her house and her uncle came banging on the front door looking for said cousin and cousin was hiding she says that traumatized her and that might be why she thought we're abusing our baby my wife says that is complete bullshit and that father-in-law's domestic violence is the cause of her trauma but she just doesn't want to admit that because they're still together mother-in-law also claims that my wife shouldn't be upset because father-in-law only physically abused her brother and sister my wife countered by saying that she literally just gave a situation where she only witnessed something and that affects her to this day and again mother-in-law just brushed it off so a week or two go by a mum sends me an email this is a direct quote i'm sorry for what happened on those days as you said i felt very tired i hope that with time everything will be in the past to be clear my wife assured me that she laid out the terms very clearly that she must write a list of everything she did wrong also gave mother-in-law specifics of what i wanted her to take responsibility for basically writing the list for her my wife and i of course were not happy with the email i don't even remember saying that mother-in-law was tired no idea where that came from also sorry for what happened she makes it seem like we had a disagreement and are both at fault my wife made sure to ask me how i felt about it which was nice and i let her know it wasn't what i was looking for and it doesn't take responsibility My wife says she is upset for me and that she was not happy about it after another long conversation we decided to keep her parents blocked on everything this time i also blocked mother-in-law's email address in addition to everything else last thing brother-in-law is now mad at mother-in-law and father-in-law my wife says her parents sent a whatsapp message to my wife and her siblings and it says they're in europe going around visiting places so brother-in-law whose relationship with father-in-law was already shaky and my wife are upset that they couldn't afford to come to his wedding, especially since they all chipped in for mother in law's plane ticket. Now, suddenly they flew to Europe and are traveling around just a couple of weeks after the wedding. The WhatsApp message also wanted to know brother in law's wife's aunt's information so they could ask to stay with her in Europe, which my brother in law says he's not happy about. Brother in law also says the English they used is too good to be his mum, so he suspects it's father in law that actually wrote the message. In my opinion, this is getting into a bit of a stretch of a theory. Brother-in-law and my wife think father-in-law made the trip in part somehow to get back at brother-in-law and get under his skin. Anyway, that's it. I don't really see mother-in-law and father-in-law changing or taking responsibility, so I'm done waiting. They had their chance. My wife and I, son will grow up with just one set of grandparents on my side. My dad goes around joking that he ate dessert, that's child abuse, or there are two toys left on the ground, that's child abuse whatever else it may be classic dad i'm still upset that my son will only have one set of grandparents but i myself only had one as well so i guess you can just live with what you got and to be quite honest i couldn't see this ending any other way like for me in this situation the first time she called the police on you that was it that was i don't see any coming back from that how can you trust someone around you again that they're not going to do the same thing and I think Opie and, and wife just needs to do what's best for their family in this situation. And also, I feel like I have to say, and you know, I'm not excusing any of the behavior. I think what Opie's choice is, is absolutely the right choice. There's still a part of me that's like, what an incredibly fucked up situation. that mother-in-law still with this guy who abused their children, abused her. And it's clearly playing a part within this whole story. Yes, She allowed it to happen, of course. And I just want to reiterate, I don't excuse any of the behavior from her within this story. I think cutting off is the best course of action, but I still found it incredibly sad thinking about, you know, what's been going on as well. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much, truly. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love.